0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 28 of the RxP podcast. Of course, this is the podcast where three working professionals talk all about their love for movies, TV shows, and video games. Today, I'm your host. My name's Matt, and I'm joined by Tiffany. Hello. And for the first time ever, friend of the show, our first guest panelist, Ariel.
1: Hi, guys. Longtime
0: listener, first-time caller. But I'm happy to be here.
2: (laughs) So excited to have you. Yeah, it's good. I'm good.
0: So, Tiffany, why don't you uh, introduce Ariel?
2: So, Ariel and I have been BFFs since the year 2000. Uh, Yeah, 21 years of best friendship. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's legal now. oh my gosh yeah we've been friends for so long we have we share a lot of hobbies there's some things we don't necessarily share Ariel isn't the biggest gamer she had her time in college but the you know, sims.
1: She's, the, <laughs> that was my time in college which sims. sounds like nice. more inappropriate than it is but the sims was my time <laughs> yeah nice. she was real in it to
2: win it for all of her characters and the house building she could build a mean house
1: you guys oh yeah um, yeah. Believe All it. those cheat codes, I was on.
2: Oh. Yeah. Perfect. For, sh- for sure. But
0: Ariel, yeah. from what I heard, is that you have a thing for movies. I do. Would you consider yourself a movie buff?
1: Not so much buff, but like movie enjoyer. And my opinion is strong with the movies. So um, I was really excited when I was invited to be a guest, your first guest. And um, yeah, I'm hoping that my movie options aren't too... <laughs> Our opinions aren't too, uh, too, you know, crazy, but I'm here for it.
0: And I know we're going to talk all about some recommended experiences that we have with, uh, the segment that we're having today, but since you're our first guest, I just want to give you the floor to tell us if you have a recommended experience for our viewers. It could be anything.
1: I do. Okay, so if you have it, it dropped earlier on Netflix in um, earlier this year in, in 2021, and it's a French mystery th- thriller, and it's called Lupin. And Ooh. I don't want to give like anything away because it's so good. And full disclosure, it doesn't. I thought it was a mini series when I went into it, like one and done. That was it, mm-hmm. one season. It's not. Mm-hmm. At the end okay. of the, I think they're they're between five and. 10 episodes i can't really remember but like at the end of the episodes i was like what this is a cliffhanger um but it's so worth it it's like an elevated version of oceans 11 or the italian job with like I love ooh, it. wow yeah with like a lot of sophistication thrown into it because it's french mm-hmm. so fancy mm-hmm. i know i've um, seen a
0: trailer for it and it looks great but it's, it's just really one of those good. things that I have added to my list on my Netflix. I just haven't watched it. So now I will. I it's will.
1: definitely worth it. And it's quick. I'm the type of person. So I know that she, she binges. Um, yep. I could come back to a show like after a week or two and be fine. But it like totally sucked me in. And the main actor, his name is Omar Sai. He's so good. He's really good at what he does. And he basically, not giving anything away, he's getting revenge for something tragic that happened in his childhood Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: the way he goes about it is so intricate and just like it's so well done and I watched it with um I watched it dub because it's French and you can do Mm -hmm. English subtitles or you can do English dubbing and I felt like I couldn't pay attention to like all the nuances that were going on if I was reading the subtitles so I watched it dub and I still had a really good experience okay that sounds good
0: yeah, I yeah. will definitely check it out, and all of our listeners go check it out. Uh, it's on Netflix, right, Lupin? Yeah. Yep. So go check it out. Should be there. Is there just one season?
1: Yeah, just one season out. I know it's. I know there's more to come. I know nothing about when the release dates are, but um. But yeah, you should definitely watch it.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, you heard it here, guys. So, coming to the topic of the show, this past Sunday was 2021 Oscars, the 93rd annual. I believe. I think we'll go go so. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll go with it. Um, so, this week is all about the movies. We're talking all about the movies. And so, in classic RXP fashion, we are going to start with a little confidence auction. So, fans of the show will know that this is one of our our games that we play uh, every week. And uh, this is where I will give some sort of clue or uh, some sort of subject to our panelist, and they will auction off the amount of those items that they are confident in uh, to what they can name, uh, so forth and so on. So there's usually three rounds. We are going to shake up the scoring system a little bit. Um, Friend of the show, James, actually tweeted at us at rxp underscore podcast and gave us this recommendation to change up the scoring to where we are actually counting each and individual points. So instead of before it was a best out of two out of three round, now we're actually going to count individual points for how many answers our panelists guess. And so for every correct answer, they will get a point. For every point that is not taken. So say Tiffany says she can say seven and only answers four. She'll get four points and Ariel will get three. Hopefully that makes sense. Maybe it just takes a game or two uh, (laughs) to get it under our belt. So this is all about the movies. So our first round is there. Yeah. So the three rounds. So the first round is the best picture nominees for this past year. So what just came out in 2020, there were eight Best Picture nominees. How many can you name? And since, Ariel, you are our guest, I will let you tell me how many you would like to guess. One. <laughs> One.
1: <laughs> like, zero confidence this round, guys.
0: <laughs> All right. I Tiffany? think
1: I think I can name two.
0: Okay. So area. do I
1: tell her to name two?
0: You can either say, hey, name two, or I can name more. No, 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 no.
1: Let's go. <laughs> okay, I can't name more.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, Tiffany.
2: Okay. So I know best picture this year was Nomadland. Yep. And then I think the second one for best picture, was it Minari?
0: Yes. That was, a, that was another one. Um, yes. So Tiffany, yeah, you got two points out of two. Um, those of you at home may know the father was also nominated, Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. That was, okay. uh, Okay. Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Those were the eight. Uh, So uh, Tiffany takes an early two to nothing lead, but it's fine. This is a long game. We've got two more rounds, Ariel. (laughs) Stick with it. So second rounds. You may already know one of these because of, The past clue. But these are the best picture winners since 2010. All about the winners. So there are 11 of these going from 2010 to 2020, this most recent year. Tiffany, I'll let you make the first auction.
2: Okay, I know I can name two.
0: Okay. Ariel?
2: Three. Tiffany? Tiffany? oh man, okay, after she said three, I was like, wait, I know a third one. Okay. Because of the curse scuffle. But like, oh, do I know four?
0: That's a question, you know? Oh
2: my gosh.
0: Now remember with this new this new rule, whatever you don't guess, it goes to Ariel, but you could still potentially get some points here.
2: That's true. So you know what? I am going to say four.
0: Okay, Ariel. Name them.
2: Okay. All right. Um, right. I'm at Nomadland. Okay. Moonlight. Okay. And then La La Land.
1: Ooh, oh, dang
2: um, it. Was that the one that didn't win? Oh, yeah, no. So... <laughs> oh, no. was Moonlight. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, Moonlight, Moonlight was the one that won yeah. and not Moonlight... La La Land.
0: Dang yeah, it. 2016 was a great year for movies. Uh, oh. Moonlight actually won in 2016. So uh, La La Land is incorrect.
2: That so was the scuffle. I know.
0: Wait, so can that, I name
2: another one that I know... I mean, I know I'm done. Okay, I, sure. Um,
1: Shape of Water.
0: Yes. Yep, that would have been... I'm... Right. Uh, uh, Ariel, I could should... you have named more of these? No. Okay. I was bluffing that whole time. I got a lot So you only
2: knew one? Uh, like I knew nothing. Only, no, you knew... Okay. Come on. You knew Nomadland because I, I just named
1: it. <laughs> well, right. I knew one. But here's the thing. I... I think it was in 2019. I think I saw all Mm -hmm. of them. Totally sucked down my head. 2020 did me dirty, guys. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it did. Yeah. I feel you. Dang it. I should have went with Shape of Water first.
0: It's fine. You know, that. um, so that leads us, since you said you could name four, you only guessed two. That gives you two points and Ariel two points. So now the running total is Tiffany has four and Ariel has two. So just so you guys know, Starting in 2010, it was The King's Speech, oh, The Artist, yes. right. Argo, 12 Years a Slave, oh. Birdman, Spotlight, and then Moonlight, 2016, uh, the Shape of Water, 2017, Green Book, and then last year was Parasite. Um uh,
1: Okay, I could have so, named, named like four. Or four. I'm so okay. mad at myself. for Not <laughs> listing Parasite. I'm sorry, my <laughs> Korean
2: brethren.
0: I, I, Yeah, historic win that an international film uh, gets the best picture. Uh, so, so great. So four to two with Tiffany in the lead with the last round. This is, um, we've <laughs> named a, a few of these. So uh, maybe we can muster up. What I think is probably the hardest question here.
2: Oh gosh.
0: <laughs> so this is all about studios. Studios with at least two wins this past year. There are five of them.
2: Movie studios?
0: Yeah, movie studios.
1: With wins, Ariel, like I will win? let
0: you be yeah. the first auction.
1: I'm gonna say Is this any two.
0: Okay. Two. Tiffany? Wait,
2: you're saying movie wins this year? Like movie studios any win? This,
0: any win? Yep. There were five that got at least two wins.
1: I got Ariel. Name them. Oh, sh- okay. Crap. <laughs> okay. All right, take it slow. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw out movie studios that I know in general. Let's okay let's start there. All right. Um Disney. Correct. Oh, okay. Yep.
2: Oh, that of oh, H. Dang it. Because of yeah. freaking soul.
1: I should have known Disney. Dang it. Um, and then I'm going to go with Universal. No, that's wrong.
0: No. Um, okay. Give me another guess. At least not I don't think points. so. Um, okay. For not for points. Go for it. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to, like, do you guys remember watching, like, VHS's, oh, God, I'm aging myself, back in the day, and the, like, the little, like, Touchstone or, like, Touchpoint or whatever that would come yeah. on Yeah, with MGM with Leo is, the Lion? Did, did one this of is them? I got nothing else. It,
2: is, one is one of tough. them
1: Searchlight
2: Studios?
0: It is. Uh, well, oh, nice. it's not. Um, so oh. Disney <laughs> is actually, it, it's, it's, so Disney owns Searchlight and Pixar, so disney as a as a sum oh
2: um, nomad land
0: got 3 which was done by searchlight and okay. soul had 2 which was from pixar um, Okay. so the number 1 was actually netflix this was the year of I streaming i thought about
1: saying amazon yeah. and then was like I amazon was like, no, no.
0: <laughs> Amazon was number four. They had two. Uh, the Sound of Metal oh. got them two wins. Netflix, uh, they had thirty six nominations this year. Netflix did. Wow. Mink um, being their number one with ten nominations, um, and then Ma Rainey's uh, Black Bottom was another big one for them. Uh, Warner Brothers was another one. Uh, oh right. They had three from Judas and the Black Messiah, and then okay. Um, I sorry. They had two from Judas and the Black Messiah, and one from Tenet. And then last was Sony Pictures. Uh, which was the father so um that was great i think you all did really good um kudos all around this is an exhibition game this is just for fun uh but the final score was five to three uh, in tiffany's favor but as as you know ariel tiffany is an absolute ringer at this game like tiffany (laughs) Has a pretty substantial lead right now. Um, I have zero, so I didn't do anything for myself today. Uh, <laughs> but we all had fun. At least I yeah. did.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was great.
0: So, today we are talking all about the Oscars. And instead of talking through the Oscars, because that sounds like a bore, we're going to make our own Oscars for the past decade. So, we're talking about 2010 until now. What are best blank? And so we're going to go through these. The first category that we're going to talk through is best original music. So this could be anything through um, either a number. It could be a musical. It could be anything that you think of that entails original music. And so I'll start this off. Um, This was actually highly contested for me. Um, There's a few that I kind of want to give honorable mentions to uh, Coco. I love that soundtrack. Um, That that song, song. Remember Me. Love it. Um, A Star is Born. I think that Lady Gaga did an excellent job. Uh, the Greatest Showman, a big fan. Uh, but honestly, I I would be um, not doing this movie justice if I did not give the best original music to La La Land, which did not win Best Picture in 2016. I got did strong feelings. Of, uh, awards, uh, especially pertaining to music and cinematography. I think that the music in this in this movie completely captivated me because there were so many great use of light and it was so vibrant when the music was vibrant. And when the music was very somber, the whole scenes just made me feel a certain way. And so I feel like I, me personally, I've really gotten into jazz just in my spare time. Like I listened to oh, <laughs> some, okay, like, different jazz bands and um, it's one of those things where when Soul came out this past year, I was really jiving with Soul because I love the music in it and La La Land was no different. It just brought me back to that golden age of Hollywood that, to me, is just so beautifully depicted in movies. Uh, so best original music, for sure, uh, is La La Land. So, Tiffany. Cool. What is your best original music?
2: So Coco was also on my short list for this Mm -hmm. um, because I love the song Remember Me like so Mm -hmm. much. And just the story in general, you know, having to do with music. But my movie, which I know Ariel has feelings about, is Hamilton. She has strong feelings, but it's Hamilton, you guys. It came out on Disney Plus with... You know, full intention to be in the theater, but a pandemic happened, ruining its release. But Hamilton, I saw it live on stage. Watching it at home on my TV screen was no different. I was in awe. Mm-hmm. It was amazing seeing the original cast members get together to do one more performance for an audience. Mm-hmm. And its music is amazing. I still listen to the soundtrack. And, you know, Greatest Showman is also another movie. You, like, reminded me of that yeah. movie as well. And... I when I made my list of picks, I tried to go off the movies that I could come off off the top of my head. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. first, first thought. And yeah. Hamilton came out last year, um, and I loved it to death. It was great. I,
0: I love Hamilton. I'm so glad you did that. It was one of my 2020 recommended experiences. Yes. Uh, couldn't couldn't talk more about it. So great, great pick.
1: I totally agree with you both. It is an amazing pick, and it does come to mind when you think about overall soundtrack and overall experience. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it qualifies as a movie, (laughs) Tiffany. There's a
2: spicy take there. I I mean, I I see where you're coming from, but it's like it's a filmed
1: performance mm -hmm. for the screen. Which is why it won Tony's and it wasn't up for an Oscar. How dare you? How
2: dare you?
0: I think you have good points. I think, though, you know, 2020 film and movies was such a weird depiction. We have all these movies that came only out to streaming. So I feel like, especially in 2020 and 2021, like, I think it counts. It's great. Just like how West Side Story was a great movie, it's also a great play as well. And I'm excited for the remake of that, too. So, Cool. Ariel, lay it on us. Oh, my
1: turn. So you both... You both mentioned Greatest Showman, which was my pick. Oh, yes. Amazing yes. cast. Yeah. And this this movie, it had some like, you know, you know, it, sometimes it could be like it had some yes. issues and it had some like, you know, negative connotations mm-hmm. at some yes. points. But the music overshines all that I thought and the choreography mm-hmm. and the costumes and just like. I saw this movie for it was like the Christmas movie that my family yes. went to see. And it was my brother, my dad and I, and we all loved it. And we saw it on the 23rd of December, and I went home because we all loved it so much, and I bought I like Target bought the yes. soundtrack at like so good. <laughs> at like eleven yeah. o'clock at night to pick up on Christmas Eve so I could give it to my dad. And I bought myself oh, that's one. So like it was sweet. so good. Yeah, everything about it. Like cuz it was just like instant in, it's an it was the whole thing was like an instant bop. Yeah. Like I was there for the whole thing.
0: Can we just talk so, about um, how Hugh Jackman is absolutely the man? Like yeah. his his <laughs> yes. voice yes. and he just killed it. There was there's this video. I don't know exactly the setting. I'm probably going to botch the story, but he basically got stitches. He got to some sort of accident. He was supposed to read through the script with the cast and they got to that final song um from now on they get to that final song
1: yes. and it is
0: an absolute banger of a song like it will get me fired yes. up it's like taking you to church like yes. i'm just gonna like bust down this wall and sing this as loud as i can in my car <laughs> if people are gonna judge me but it doesn't matter um but he starts off and he's like you know my doctor said i can't sing so i'm just gonna listen and have like this other guy sing in my place and he just listens. And towards mm-hmm. the end of it, when the chorus starts going and, like, you start feeling the energy, he's like, screw it. And he just belts it. And it's, like, so full of emotion. And that's exactly how I feel from that music. It was a ton of time between me choosing between Greatest Showman and La La Land. I'm so happy that you chose Greatest Showman. It's so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I could not. It was amazing. And just, I listened, I've seen only seen the movie, like, mm-hmm. twice. But the music the, just sticks most with of you. the songs from that playlist is on my like spotify most player. yeah yeah it's it's on all the time
2: soundtrack. you know actually um hamilton like i i talked about how i bought the cd and like bought the soundtrack or whatever mm-hmm. i also bought the greatest showman soundtrack too and like my car still has a cd player that just tells you how old it is but nice. you know it's those two cds are in my car so i can swap them in and out so yeah the low, greatest yeah. showman is an excellent pick
0: So, so good. Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: Absolutely.
0: So the second category is the best adaptation. So this could be from a novel. could be from a comic book. It could be from anything that you think. Tiffany, what is your pick for best adaptation?
2: So I chose another streaming movie. um, Excellent. Because. (laughs) (laughs) So this really, to me, it meant a lot. And I've actually watched this movie. I can tell you at least eight times. And it's the movie wow. to all the boys I loved before that came out in 2018. It's based off a like, it's based Cute off movie. a young adult novel, um, which I read. You know. Essentially, when it was published, I don't know when, I don't remember when, but you know, it's been out for a few years before the movie adaptation even came out. And I just thought it was the sweetest movie and such a great adaptation of the young adult novel. And I mean, one of the things that I thought was really sweet, or one of the things that really drew me to the book in the first place, is that the main character is Korean American. And you just don't, you know, it's right now a lot of the books are having way more diverse casts. as main characters and so when but at the time when I read to all the boys I loved before it was one of the rare instances where I read a young adult novel with an Asian character mm. so that also was really like hit home for me and it just was so cute it's just like feels good like you drink some cocoa and you're throw that movie on you know what I mean Mm. I made Ariel watch it I've watched it with her I made her watch (laughs) it and then I watched it with her again like in preparations for the sequel we like both
1: watch it it just feels good you know it's like really sweet when Tiffany and I watch a movie because she and I don't live near each other um I'll watch it she will watch it and then I will live chat she live chats to me chat all my opinions and there are many and just like half the time they're voice recordings because I'm like too busy watching a movie to type and it's just so that's how we that's how we do that but those movies I know you only it's, picked the first one the first one yeah, is my favorite so yeah kudos that's a good choice
0: I've actually never seen it um I see it on Netflix all the time didn't they like make a third, second and third part? Watch it. Or yes,
2: they made it's a trilogy. Matt, you you needed you and Maddie need to watch it together. It's I probably the I probably thing. would
0: like it. Yeah, yeah,
2: you. I think you would. Are
0: the second and third one as good as the first one? Or okay, no. okay, that was very quick.
2: No, I okay. She Ariel has very strong opinions. I thought they were good. They're not.
0: Okay,
2: they're not fantastic like number 1 is fantastic like take it to the bank like put it mm-hmm. away for safekeeping but like the other two are okay like it's a nice okay. round out to the story so i i like them but i mean if i'm going to pick one to rewatch it's going to be the first one
0: gotcha
1: agreed number 2 is throwaway for me number 2 could like, have like been a 30 minute afternoon special <laughs> gotcha. so and i would have been so hard
0: <laughs> ariel what is your pick for best adaptation?
1: So mine is Hidden Figures 2016. Oh, um, yes. I forgot that came yes.
0: out.
1: I know. Well, I, I don't because I watch it all the time. Oh. But <laughs> Fair. <laughs> it's, yeah. When I was doing this list, I picked these movies out of movies that I could, if I found them on TV, I would stop everything and what I was doing and watch them, yes. no matter what point in the movie it was in. I love that. Um Yeah, and so Hidden Figures was it for me, and it takes place in the 60s, and it's Mm -hmm. about this, like, it's kind of like a female empowerment, black empowerment movie, Mm -hmm. and it sees genius women working at NASA, and they're not being treated as equals, Mm -hmm. and it's like kind of their story about how they kind of grow into their confidence and grow into their roles, and just how they're taken more seriously, because they're working at NASA, for God's sakes. I mean, like... The brain power to be involved in that on itself is is incredible. But back in the 60s when they had so many things going working against them and um, it's gotten an, a great, great cast. So Taraji G.P. Henson's in it, Octavia Spencer, Janelle Monet, Kevin Costner. You have like Sheldon Cooper, Jim Parsons <laughs> is in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, just a great, great cast. And there's this one scene that's like really powerful and basically um, the main character Taraji P. Henson. I hope I'm saying her name right. She's amazing. But um, she has to run to, like, go to a different building in order to use the bathroom because they don't. They're segregated bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And her, like, the team lead is Kevin Costner. And he's like, where is she? She's never here when I need her. And she's, like, drenched because it's raining. And they have to wear these, like, you know, the costumes are gorgeous. She's wearing this, like, heavy dress. And her hair's all wet, and she's got this like bright red lipstick on. It's such a powerful color. And she's like, "I am done." And she, in the most like moving and powerful, but also like very graceful way, more graceful than I would ever, mm. like more grace than I would ever have. She's like, "I have to go half a mile run in heels, just to use the bathroom, and then another half mile back. Like that's where I'm going, and it's because you guys." like, have segregated bathrooms. And so I can't be here and do my work. And it's like the space race, right? We're trying to beat the Soviets at, like, getting into space. And so really powerful scene, very powerful movie. Definitely recommend. It's a great movie. Mm -hmm.
0: So my best adaptation was actually from 2017 uh, with Hugh Jackman, which was Logan. Uh, Logan came out. Uh, This was after, you know, X-Men 1, X-Men 2, X-Men 3. Uh, There was Days of Future Past. Maybe it had come out at that point. Like, this had come when we know Logan as Wolverine, and we have seen Hugh Jackman as Logan. Um, And for me, I was expecting this to be Old Man Logan, like some random story. We've seen this character many a time, and I love the character, but we never got to see the depth of that character as, as much as we did. Of course, this comes from a comic book. Um, I, like, the death of the Wolverine was, I feel like, the comic book that, that started this all. But uh, there's been many adaptations of this story. Uh, but for me, this is probably my favorite, if not one of my favorite, superhero movies. And so the crazy thing about this is most of the MCU came out this decade. And out of my yeah. favorite adaptation from a comic book... I pick Logan because for me it was the most realistic story about a superhero. This guy that basically is invincible, to see him this tough as nails guy, be very vulnerable. Um, he had this you know relationship with this young child that he was trying to save, um, and really, he's being human. Yeah, it, it's just it's very powerful, and to me, I th- made it made Logan larger than life than what he already was. Uh, Because before that, my biggest complaint about Logan was my biggest complaint about him in the comics, which is that he's very monochromatic. He's very anger and rage, and he's going to, you know, smash and do all these things. Um, And it kind of paints him in a different light as as a human, which he is. And so um, I I couldn't say enough great things about Logan. Definitely one of my favorites. It's right there with Batman Begins. Um, I mean, sorry, not Batman Begins. um, Batman um sorry the dark knight (laughs) as one of my favorite uh i like had a brain fart there for a minute uh as one of my i was a little worried yeah i know uh, i was like um (laughs) (laughs) it's one of my favorite comic book adaptations uh definitely definitely worth a watch so the next category best animated movie and boy do we have a lot to choose from ariel what is your best animated movie
1: Okay, so before I give you that, my honorable mention for this was Moana. Okay. But, which is like great, so good. If you haven't seen that, watch it. But my best animated movie was actually Coco. (gasps) I know, right? If you haven't watched it, what's wrong with you? But Coco, 2017, Disney, amazing story, amazing plot. Just like the artwork, the colors, just the colors of everything. The artwork was so good. The Mm -hmm. plot, the music, the murder, (gasps) And mystery uh, yeah. like, in this kids movie. <laughs> yes, I was here yeah. for it. I was here for the murder. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
2: I love that movie so um, much. I I cried so much in that movie because I loved it so
1: much. It made me feel all the emotions. Ariel. I know it was. It made me feel the, all the emotions. And I, it, like, if you haven't seen it, it takes place in Mexico about this little kid who wants to follow his dreams and be a musician, but his like family is against that, and he gets stuck. On Day of the Dead, he gets stuck in the, like, world of the dead. And he has mm-hmm. to get a family member's blessing to get back to the to the world of the living. And, like, shenanigans ensue. He meets these cute characters. There's music. Like Matt said before, like, the songs are so good. So good. And it was just a very, yeah, a very, like, um, it did make you feel things. But, like, all the good things, I feel like. yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was such, a, such a good movie. I could watch that anytime.
0: So I was on a flight, and I watched Coco on a flight. <laughs> Talk about a bad idea, because I was next to two complete strangers. I was the middle seat, and I was bawling <laughs> my eyes out. At the end, when Remember Me is sung, yes, you know what it is, because I don't want to spoil it. I want everybody to go watch Coco. Yeah. I was sobbing next to these two strangers and they 100% didn't talk to me (laughs) especially not after that (laughs) they're like this guy's need to get his stuff together he's watching a cartoon (laughs) and he's he's crying and
1: he's plain crying which is very sad in general yeah like (laughs) but it
0: it but it's so good and I think it speaks to just the weight of that story so so good great pick
1: Yeah, and it's a story about family, and no matter, like, if you have family you talk to, or if you have family you don't talk to, it, like, still pulls on heartstrings, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, it was just, I mean, it was so good. I love it so much. That was also on my short list.
0: Yeah. So, I guess I will go next. My best animated movie um, also had a really great soundtrack, and also could have been for my best picture. It was In the Running which was into the spider verse yes. um, this animated movie is awesome. It is. If you love comics or have just enjoy that art style, it is for you. Even the throwing of a bagel, it like hits their head and it goes like, I think it literally says bagel. Like it just like, <laughs> there's so many cute little things to it. Um, they do really cool things with the camera and the animation. They kind of slow it down. to almost like a 15 frames per second. So that you get to see and it looks like you're turning a comic book as you're watching this movie. And honestly, it was just a really good introduction of Miles Morales. We've talked about Miles Morales on this show a little bit uh, with the PS5 game. Um, but it was a good introduction for me to Miles Morales. This kid from Brooklyn who's kind of, you know, coming of age story. But it also has really great voice acting uh, throughout. Fantastic soundtrack. Really good um just story and very funny throughout it. Hilarious. Um, I feel like we did we've we've talked about this movie before on this podcast. I, I feel love
1: that movie so much, so much.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Ariel knows because she listens. She, yeah. I
1: do. Yeah. You guys have talked to it. Tiffany has weird, inappropriate feels about it. <laughs> I mean, you guys have like it's good. I mean, you guys talking about it made me like it more than I actually did. So yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's a great watch. Um, I I loved it.
1: Tiffany. I couldn't agree more. That
2: was on my short list, but my my best animated film for this decade is Big Hero 6, which came out in
1: 2014. Oh. So, I forgot about that. Yeah. So
2: I totally forgot this movie existed. She, so yeah. Ariel tried to get... We had a brief conversation earlier in the week where she tried to guess what my favorite animated movie was for this episode, mm-hmm. and she guessed into the Spider-Verse and Tangled and gotcha. those are great picks if you know me, like like she does, and like you do, mm-hmm. Matt. But mm-hmm. Big Hero 6 has... My ringtone for crying out loud for like four years was the ba-la-la-la-la. Like, yeah, I was. love Baymax, <laughs> and I love the story, and I love Hero. I love Honey Lemon. I love all the wasabi, like all, like I can name every freaking character in that movie. It makes me feel so much. I, I cry like every time I watch it in a couple of scenes, watch the movie. Mm -hmm. It's, it's about family and it's about a kid finding his way and an Mm -hmm. adorable inflatable like character. Yeah. Robot character. That's just like his sidekick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when he says a hairy baby, when he's running out (laughs) of battery for the cat, Like, he's petting a cat, and you just hear him say,
0: hairy
2: baby. Like, it's just, you guys, Big Hero 6, so good.
0: I I thought you were going to overhype that movie, because Tiffany introduced me to Big Hero 6. Because I was playing Kingdom Hearts 3, which there's a Big Hero 6 level in it. So I wanted to watch it before I played Kingdom Hearts 3, because I didn't want to spoil it. Yeah. And Tiffany was like, oh, this is great. At work, she has, like, her... Pen, Little badge reel. Her badge reel is, is Baymax. Baymax. Um, <laughs> like, all the opportunities to overhype this movie. And I watched it, and I was like, this is great. I, I understand why she does all this. Why um, <laughs> well, I live my it, life, guess, life this like list, this. But it's good.
1: <laughs> I understand why you're like this, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I, um, Tiffany also did the same thing for me. Because I recently watched it, and I can't remember if I was on a plane or or something else. But I did not watch it when it came out. And okay. a lot of the things I watch, especially recently, Tiffany Tiffany has binged it. And then she's like, you got to watch this. Have you watched it yet? You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Um, so I finally, after years, watched that movie. And I felt the same, Matt. Like, she did not overhype it. Mm-hmm. She didn't oversell it. I watched it, felt all the feels, and was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is cute. But then never watched
0: it again. <laughs> yeah, same. It was good. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, other and I can move I'm, on. I'm on not with gonna my life. watch it. Though. Yep, it's great. <laughs>
1: Never again.
2: Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm being verbally attacked right now. But at <laughs> least they watched it and know that I wasn't wrong.
0: We look. True. We respect you enough that we watched your recommendation. Okay. Glad years
1: after the recommendation, <laughs> but we did watch it. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So the next category is worst best picture. So that may be a little bit confusing. So all we mean is this is what we think is one of the most overrated movies of the 2010s. 20-teens? Whatever. The The past. Oh, no, no, not the odds. No, it's 2010s. Not the aughts. Yeah, it's 2010s, my bad. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, So for me, this kind of points back to a story that actually happened just last week. Um, Alex and I were playing some Zombie Army 4, and he says, hey have you ever had mango Pepsi? And I was like, no. I've never even heard of mango Pepsi. He's like, it's all right. It's like mango <laughs> and Pepsi. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. He's like, yeah, my friends overhyped this so much that they, like, said I had to get it. And he's like, I'm drinking it right now. And it's like, whatever. Like, it's mango and pe- If you like mango, if you like Pepsi, you'll probably like it. Anyway, next day I was off, went to the store. No way. Found mango Pepsi. Bought really? mango Pepsi, texted him that I bought mango Pepsi, drank it. Was like, he's right. That was mango and it was Pepsi. Like he did not. He kept me at the level grounded. I needed to be. He kept you grounded. Good. It was good. Which is
1: very Alex. Yeah. If,
0: yeah. if you like mango and you like Pepsi, you will like this. Because and otherwise, Pepsi? I thought it was fine. I it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Coke is,
2: household match. Yeah, Uh, let's get real. Listen,
0: (laughs) your brother's the one that brought this upon us. (laughs) That's fair. He's not even here to defend himself. He's going to be editing this later. (laughs) He's going to be like, what the heck?
1: We're all going to get texts being like, what was that?
0: Hi, hi, Alex. You're doing a great job. Hey. (laughs) Um, So... His friends did exactly what my friends did to me back in 2010 when they talked about the social network. They said this was the second coming in film form. (laughs) If if you don't like this, if you don't like this you might as well never, never go into a movie theater ever again. Like you don't deserve it. Wow. Wow. It is so good. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to drop everything (laughs) and watch this movie. I watched this movie and I was like, this is a good movie, but it's not a, like, it's not fantastic. Like it's not the best movie of all time, but I see this countless times again is like in everyone's top tens of the past decade, I feel like there was some official source that said this was objectively the best movie of the 2010 and be you know that decade. Uh huh. And I just don't see it. I, I you know I see Jesse Eisenberg and he's playing <laughs> the exact same character as he plays in every movie, <laughs> like a every smart movie, a smart guy that talks way too fast and like has no social skills. Okay, he does sound a, a lot like Zuckerberg, so I get it. Like good mm-hmm, casting, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like. <laughs> I, th- I thought Andrew Garfield did a great job. Like, I, th- I feel like his emotion was right there. But honestly, like, okay, this rich guy that cheated out his best friend. Okay, it's that story. It's a story. It's fine. Let's move on. It's not, like, all the hype. I just don't get it. I don't know if you guys like this movie, but for me, it was just another movie. It's I've not great. I've never seen it. I've never seen it.
1: I've seen bits and pieces of it, and I never found any of the bits and pieces I saw worth the full watch. But he, I mean, it won 2010, didn't it? I think he, Matt said that earlier, right? No,
0: um, King's Speech. King's Speech did.
1: Oh. Yeah. So, but it was on the best. It was. Because I did research for this pod, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was on, like, all the lists. And I kept seeing it. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> trash. What is
0: this? Yeah. I, I still. So, yeah, I, I get you. I feel it. To this day, I, I don't get it. Um, I think it all goes down to if my friends didn't overhype it, Maybe I would have liked it better, but for me, too overhyped for me. So, Tiffany, what's your most overhyped movie?
2: So, this is a Disney movie, and oh. I want to preface Fighting it. words. I want to preface this saying, I like it.
0: Please be Frozen.
2: It's Frozen. Yes! Oh, thank God. I okay. Think okay, yeah, I, I agree. I <laughs> like it, okay? I like Frozen, but to me, there's so <laughs> many other better like freaking I I think I personally think Tangled is better than Frozen and I'll fight people about it like the villain in Tangled is better than Frozen the sidekick Pascal is way more adorable than Olaf like I just I think that Frozen is a good movie I don't get how the hype just like like it swallowed the world whole and a sequel came out within the same decade like I'm still waiting for my Tangled sequel. Okay. Like, <laughs>
1: like, yeah. I Keep mean, waiting.
2: for real, but I mean, granted like frozen, excellent music. Like I think it's great, but like, I just think it's overhyped.
1: Like I, you know what I mean? Like I just, and that's, I mean, but that's that the music and that song. Oh my God. That song. Let it go. Let the, let, let it go. Go. Come on. Yeah. But that song, <laughs> it's a moneymaker. Like that's oh, it why is. it's that. Why it was so hyped. Because and that's why Disney put so much money into it, it's because they were making billions off of it. I mean, I love
2: the song Let It Go, and I do love the female empowerment. How there's like sort of only like an adjacent love interest, like the main character, like Elsa doesn't have a love interest, and I Mm -hmm. thought that was a great like step in the 21st century. But I just I don't know, I tangled is better in my opinion, Raya the Last Dragon is better than my in my opinion, like Frozen's Frozen's all right, that's all it is. So the ride.
1: It was cute.
2: Yeah. Oh. The Frozen ride is great. Like, that's a great addition to Epcot. Like, I'll ride that yeah. five times. But
0: I am so happy you good. picked Frozen because actually my dishonorable mentions included Frozen.
2: Oh, OK. Because, I'm glad uh, we're on the same page.
0: But then I was like, yeah, ah, social network. It deserves it. it deserves the <laughs> <a> shade. <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my dishonorable mention was um, Les Mis. Oh, okay. I know. What? I know. It's big fighting. I know, and the, I'm sure the I'm sure the the stage production is top notch and amazing. It has to be because it's been running for so long. But the, I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw this movie with you, Tiffany, and like a couple of our friends, mm-hmm, and probably. we're sitting there in the theater. And I just remember this older lady sitting like a seat next to me to my left, and the first like three singing minutes of this movie i look at her and we shared this look of like she thought she was gonna die in that theater it was it was so i couldn't i couldn't it was too long there was i know it's a musical (laughs) i know that but like the singing wasn't that top notch and it was just a lot it was a lot but anyway that's my that was my that wasn't my pick (laughs)
0: Wait, that wasn't your pick?
1: No, that was her
0: dishonorable
1: mention, Matt. Wait a minute. Keep keep up. So many
0: emotions (laughs) happening right now. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Keep up. up. Okay, so excuse me. My dishonorable mention was American Hustle, 2013. Wait, is this your official pick? Yeah, my official, most overrated movie of the last decade, American Hustle. It is like studded cast. I mean, you got Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper, Amy Adams, Jer- Jeremy Renner, Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Peña, Robert De Niro, isn't it? I mean, like you got yeah. the cast of casts. Such a good cast. It, it was it is. And I like these people just not in this this movie. I thought I don't know if it was like overacting or over costuming i mean bradley cooper's hair i mean that was like a character in itself and i couldn't handle it and it's also like a really convoluted movie it's about con men conning each other Mm because the fbi tells them to because the fbi is conning them to con the con men i mean it was just too i watched a synopsis to like make sure yeah yeah I watched the synopsis to make sure, like, my opinion was, you know, valid, at least for me. I couldn't get through the synopsis. I couldn't. It was a seven-minute YouTube video. I couldn't do it. Oh. Um, I also saw this movie on a really bad date where my date, he smelled like cat urine. So that may have influenced my choice. <laughs> Just bad memories but, all around. Yeah, I stand by my choice. He didn't have a cat. By the way, I asked. Oh. <laughs> he just smelled like cappy. That's
0: way worse. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so that that was my pick for most overrated American Hustle.
0: Yeah. I, I watched that movie. Honestly, I don't remember anything about it. Now that you're saying all the con stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. Kind of. I don't remember. Um, so, yeah. Good picks. I'm glad none of us are really tied to none of other us are people's off- picks.
2: Yeah, we're not offended by our choices. <laughs> no.
0: I, I was kind of worried about that. Um, Anyway, so moving on. Next subject is the best worst picture. So this doesn't mean that we have to pick our best movie that sucks. It's just something that maybe it didn't win a lot of awards or maybe not a lot of people liked it critically or the audience maybe didn't like it. But what's one thing that you love that maybe isn't on an Oscar stage? Tiffany, I'll start with you.
2: So I picked this movie, and I thought the general consensus was that people didn't care for it. I may or may not be wrong, so you guys can, <laughs> like... We'll let you know. Yeah, you can let me know. But I picked... This is my guilty pleasure movie that I thought was great and would watch again and assumed that the world hated it. But it was Shazam! Mm-hmm. In
1: 2019. Nice. Oh, we're not talking about the uh, Shaquille O'Neal one. No,
2: that was like a two decades ago, (laughs) Ariel.
1: Okay.
0: Shaq Fu.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I'm talking about Shazam. So I just checked the Rotten Tomato score, and it says it's a 90%. So I might have done this category wrong, but I thought people didn't like it, but I loved it. I didn't care for it. Okay, so... I End think of one. Maybe that, the
0: audience liked it better than critics cri- liked it.
2: Or the critics liked it better than the audience.
0: I don't know. One of the two. Somebody okay. wasn't happy.
2: I mean, do, do you agree with that, though, Matt? Did you feel like the consensus was that people didn't care for it? I thought so. Okay. okay. But I, like I most,
0: agree. Of, most of my friends that watched it liked it, though. I never watched it, though.
1: Okay, well what year did it come out? It came out in because you didn't hear and like you 2019. I didn't hear anything about it. It
2: came out in twenty nineteen. Okay. So I guess like that's the thing. Like I feel like there should have been something about it. Like it was a great foray into the DC universe compared to the stuff we've been getting. Like like in the DC universe. And you know trash. (laughs) Right. I don't want to say trash. You know what I probably should have picked for this category, actually, is Man of Steel. I liked Man of Steel, but the world Tiffany, hated We've it. talked about this. I know we're, we don't have to rehash it. I'm just gonna go with Shazam because I think the audience needs to know. Watch Shazam! It's a great movie. So fun, cute family, cute kids. They're coming mm-hmm. out with a sequel. I'm here for it. The sequel cast Lucy Liu as a villain. I'm freaking excited about it. Nice. So. I think Shazam was great. My other honorable mention for this movie, which I think was great and other people may not have liked, but I think also actually reviewed well, was Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle in 2017. <laughs> I like that well, movie a
0: lot. let me interrupt you right there. Because <laughs> is that your pick? My pick is oh, Jumanji <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Jungle. Yes.
1: I know Ariel, was, a good movie. I know Ariel <laughs> was
0: supposed to go next, but <laughs> I don't care.
1: No, go for it. The floor is yours. Okay, so
2: I'm... Let- so. Yes. Let me tell
0: you, I I'll take the it. reins from here, <laughs> Tiffany. Okay. Let me just take them.
2: <laughs> okay. I'll stop talking. I,
0: let Dead. me tell you, when a, a, a established franchise like Jumanji comes back to life, you have to think that this is trash. And I heard absolutely nothing about this, was on, at Redbox, picked it up thinking this is just going to be a trash throwaway movie worth a dollar and 25 cents. It's got Jack Black in it, so I'm, like, already there because I love Jack Black. Yeah, Anything like... he does, I love it. Yeah. Like, just, I don't know why. I just love it.
2: No, he's quality.
0: Um, I saw Kevin Hart was like, ooh, we'll see. We'll see how this is. <laughs> but then they have The Rock, and I'm like, all right, I'm back in. Like, I'm back here. It's a
1: good sh- It's a good... cast. The Rock's always, you bet, I you love... always bet with The Rock. Yeah, I, I love The Rock.
0: I, I can't remember the last time. I laughed so much when I was expecting not to laugh at all. <laughs> like, I watched Bridesmaids in twenty eleven and was like, eh, you know, whatever. Like and I was supposed yeah. to laugh the entire time. Watch this, not expecting anything, dying, laughing the entire time. I thought yes. it was so much fun. Yeah. The only regret I have is that I haven't seen the sequel, like to this one. <gasps> I don't know good. if it's good or okay. not. It good? No,
1: it's it's pretty good, Matt. It's, okay. it's not as good as the first Full Disclosure, but it's not a trash movie. Okay, yeah.
0: perfect. Yeah. I love this movie. I think it's a hidden gem.
1: It is. That like
0: the only awards it got, I looked it up last night. Um, It got like MTV awards <laughs> and it got like the Kids' Choice Awards and Nickelodeon. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. So like I feel like it met the criteria of this topic, but it is so, it's just so much fun. You yeah. watch it and you have a good time. Yeah. So good.
1: So I have a question. You said franchise earlier and from my background with the movie, it was only the movie with Robin Williams and that was it. And it was like a cult classic well, everybody watched it, everybody knew it.
2: There was that Is one there, there was that one space movie that came out that was supposed to be like a spiritual successor to Jumanji what was it called like Zat- the Terabithia movie no 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 the it Bridge was
1: Terabithia no
2: that's a classic novel Ariel <laughs> um oh yeah yeah, yeah, th- yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. was called like Zatura or Zatura or something in case like Kristen Stewart was in it as a child actor it was like a spiritual successor to Jumanji because it was like a board game but then they went to space or something hmm. like that that
1: sounds like trash
2: yes yeah, so it wasn't very good it Like, people were like, don't associate it with Jumanji, please.
0: Zathura. Oh, Zathura. I just Googled it. Okay.
1: If I can't say it, I'm not watching it.
0: I I called it a franchise probably because sometimes I I use the wrong words in the moment. (laughs) I was just so excited. All right? I was so excited that we were on the same page about this. Yeah. Um, It's warranted.
1: I liked it. I enjoyed it.
0: But, like, if someone went to redo a classic movie from the 80s or 90s, I, like, go into it thinking, this is just going to be really bad. Like, I just have right. to. Um, and, and it just surprised me. Every step of the way, it was so much fun. So much fun.
1: Well, I think they were also really smart in how they did it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember the thorough one. Was it a game board or was it like a, like a video game? Uh... Do you know? I think it was a game board. I think it was a game board. I mean, this, this, this version of Jumanji just felt so current. And like... The things that they took from the original movie, it was like cute little cameos that they yes. took. Yes. like and do you throwbacks. Guys, did you guys watch the, um, yeah, throwbacks. Did you guys watch the, uh, oh, what was it? The Ghostbusters, the remake with, uh, with Chris, uh, not, with the with women. With, um, I didn't. Yeah, with the women. I have not yet. I'm interested. Though. Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, and then, um, what's her name Leslie... from- Leslie. Leslie Jones. And then what's her name from SNL? Caitlin, Kate McKinnon. Um, They had like these very cute. Whether you like the movie or not, I thought the the way they played homage to the older characters was Mm -hmm. really nice in that movie. And I feel like Jumanji did the same thing. Like it was its own thing, but it still played homage to the original. Yeah.
0: Let me tell you, Zathura was directed by John Favreau. Who knew? Really?
2: Whoa! Rotten
0: Tomatoes seventy six percent. Like to me, that's good enough. Like, that is
2: good enough, but I didn't. Think it was are you that gonna great. watch it? I didn't think it was that great.
0: I I don't know. I think I can watch it on <laughs> Netflix. Okay, so. no,
2: Matt, you're first gonna watch Jumanji. I have so much 2. to watch after this. Yeah, right.
1: yeah. You you yeah. Don't be watching Zathura. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Ariel. All right, Ariel. What, what is your pick? pick? Yeah. Okay, went with the guilty pleasure too, and um, this is like it's a British romantic comedy, and so it might not be well known. But it's called Cuban Fury, and it came out in 2014, and it has Nick Frost in it, Rashida Jones, um, Chris O'Dowd, and Olivia Colman, which is, like, she's an Oscar winner. Like, mm-hmm. what was she doing in this movie? And she her part is very minor in this. But anyway, it's basically about Nick Frost plays this engineer at this company, and um, this woman starts Rashida Jones, and Chris O'Dowd plays his, like, nemesis in the company, and he's such... A dick in this movie. He plays it so well, and Nick Frost um, finds out that Rashida Jones likes to dance salsa. And in his past, he was a like child salsa competitive dancer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Like, get get with me in this. Okay? okay, you have to follow me in my journey. Okay, it's so good. Okay,
2: let me let me listen.
1: <laughs> okay, so he goes back to his salsa teacher, who's like this crotchety old man. And um, to, like, relearn some moves in order to impress this, this lady. And the way he does it, it is so cute and heartfelt. And there's, a, like, a, a dance-off in the middle of this movie in a parking garage. Wow. <laughs> and it's so good. Okay. And then you have to, if you find I'm it. It used to f- be I'm on Netflix. I don't know you. if it's on there anymore.
2: Oh, dang it. I was going to ask that. So it's
1: not on Netflix? I don't know. I don't. They might have taken it off, but it's so good. But there's this one character who's just so gold, and he his beverage of choice is flat Fanta. So he <laughs> buys all these Fanta two liters and just like opens them and lets all the carbonation out and just drinks it, and that just stick. It's oh so my good.
0: Gosh. <laughs> i've so, never okay, even guys, heard of this movie
1: you, me neither <laughs> i haven't heard of it either but my brother my dad and i were trying to watch a movie on netflix and you know it takes longer to pick a movie than to watch a movie Yeah. like on a streaming service yeah yeah so we were clicking this and my dad saw the title which is cuban fury and my family is cuban and christian my brother was like Let's do this. And I was like, "What is this about?" And they were like, "We don't care." <laughs> so we watched it, and I, I watched it at least like twice a year. Or when it was on Netflix, it's so good. Okay, oh, that sounds
0: very that sounds interesting. hilarious. I'm I'm kind of in <laughs> just for the parking garage dance off. Like yeah, oh, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I had me there. Um, so last topic or last category of the show which of course has to be the best picture i don't know about you all but i had a hard time coming up with this list such a hard time agreed ariel what is your best picture walk us through okay. you can you can give us some honorable mentions i'm sure you have some walk us through what you were thinking and and what was your pick
1: a lot went through my mind when I was looking for best movie. I mean, like Wonder Woman went through my head. Love such it. a good movie. Yes. Um, just other movies that I was just like remember watching. I was into the movie Easy A. If you've never seen it, it's got Emma Stone in it uh-huh. from back 2010. Just watch it. It's such a good movie. It's like a cute teenage movie. Um, but I settled on something that I. Kind of was unexpected for me. And it's Bridge of Spies from 2015 with Tom Hanks and Mark Rylance. Yeah. And this movie, if you haven't seen it, um, good cast. I mean, Tom Hanks, come on. He's Mm -hmm. America's, like, hero. So he plays this um, insurance lawyer in, like, the late 50s early 60s and basically in new york city they find and it's during the cold war right Mm -hmm. so um new york city the FBI or the CIA finds a spy, a sleeper spy in New York City, a Russian or Soviet Union sleeper spy, and they put him on trial. And in order to give him a fair, I'm doing air quotes, fair case, they find this lawyer and they make him be his like appointed counsel. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: Tom Hanks plays the lawyer and Mark Rylance plays the uh, Soviet spy. And basically, Tom Hanks, character is like all about the rules. Like he's like, no, I'm going to give this person a fair trial. That's what's in our constitution. That's what we're going to do. And that's how we're going to play it. And the CIA is like, get in his head and tell us what he tells you. And he's like, no, we have attorney prime attorney um, client privilege. And the CIA is like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And Tom Hanks is like, but I do. (laughs) So, it's like, it's a very... It's interesting because I think it... I don't know. I'm sure it's it's directed by Steven Spielberg. So, I'm sure everything in this whole movie is, like, very on purpose. But it's a very much um, dialogue movie and not Mm -hmm. an action movie. And it doesn't have traditional action scenes. Mm -hmm. They're all kind of, like, spoken. And it was a very... I really liked it. And Mm -hmm. um, basically... The soviet union guy he's like convicted and tom hanks's character basically talks the judge out of not killing him because he could be useful in the future and the use and the future comes and there's a um there's a american pilot in russia because he was shot down over russian or soviet union airspace Mm -hmm. who like has all these like trade spy secrets in his head and so they want to do a trade and tom hanks gets back involved and he's like hated right because it's all about like america like Mm -hmm. we gotta we have to beat the soviets we're in a cold war and so he's like hated his family gets all these threats and he's like back in the game because he's the one that like goes to berlin to basically exchange prisoners of war Mm -hmm. and um that's what like the second half of the movie is about and it's really it's really it makes you think
0: Mm -hmm.
1: great movie um and i didn't I didn't think it was gonna be my favorite, but um, it was really good.
0: Wow, I completely forgot this. That came out this past decade <laughs> too. Like I, that was yeah, that was a very good movie. Um, I tried to look at as many lists as possible. Just like, I just pulled up like all the movies that came out, and all these things because I just wanted to remind myself. Because I guess I just really bad at time. Because I have no idea when things got released. Oh, agree. <laughs> Me too. Um, which was kind of the hardest part for this best picture because there's so many movies to choose from um for me um some of my honorable mentions were the king's speech i love that i thought it was a great movie i liked it i don't know if i agree with it being the best picture for that year and you'll see why in just a second um get out was something that i actually was about to pick one of my favorite movies uh jordan peele was his first role directing gig Um, Honestly, Jordan Peele coming up as one of the best starting up directors this past decade uh, with uh, Get Out and then he did Us. I'm excited to see what he does next. Um, But honestly, when I looked at the past decade, I'm not someone that goes to the movie theaters over and over and over again to rewatch a movie. I generally go to the movies, watch the movie... And then I'll watch it again when it, it releases on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. You know, watch it from the comfort of my home. I just want one good viewing of a movie. But there's one movie in the past decade that I've watched. I watched it in the theaters three times, which may not wow. seem like a lot, but it, it's a lot for me, um, which was Inception. Uh, I'm a huge oh, Christopher okay. Nolan fan. I came out in 2010, so I just made it <laughs> for for this. Um, <laughs> like if if The Prestige came out... In 2010 instead of 2006, I would have picked The Prestige. <laughs> but since I have to pick in 2010 or above, um, Inception was great. Honestly, I feel like the cast, so so well done. The story is so intricate. I walked out of the movie, and me and my friends went across the street and talked about the movie, and we just talked about it. And then we wanted to go back, so we went back the next day. And like the amount of water cooler moments that happened with Inception the kind of like fan theory, did did the spinner fall off or, or did it stay still? Was he in a dream? Was he not in a dream? Still to this day, there are YouTube videos being published with people debating whether or not the ending means one thing or another. They talk to Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan's like, yeah, you guys are thinking way too hard about this. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like I've, I have moved on. Have you seen Tenet? Like, yeah. Tenet, I just released. Is, yeah. is, that's the movie we're producing. And they're still asking about Inception because it, it just takes up people's mind space in a way that I haven't seen that in a movie. And for me, if I can think of a movie that really revolutionized, that was my first Christopher Nolan film that I was all about. Um, you know, the biggest one that I started recognizing his name you know, I watched The Mm -hmm. Dark Knight and, Mm -hmm. you know, I watched Inception and now I associate that director to this work of art. And, um, then I went back and watched, you know, some of his older works. To me, Inception is a, is a fantastic movie. It's one of my favorite of all time and, uh, one that definitely still holds up today. Um, and I just, I just love it.
1: Yeah. People still talk about it. You're absolutely right. Like I still, I didn't see it
0: Mm-hmm. I yes because I thought it was too overhyped.
1: And Wait, I was like, Errol, oh, No, I didn't. I thought we saw it together in the theater. No, we haven't. I've never seen it. I know um, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Yeah, and that's all. I Tom could. Hardy's I'm also
2: like, in it, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The room it.
1: moves like right, like the the scene with the room moving. I never saw it because I think it was too hyped. But he's right. People still talk about it to this mm-hmm. day, and I think that's why I haven't seen it because I don't want the hype to like sway my opinion of it, and it would. Listen, yeah. I think it's worth some
2: hype and we'll watch it together next okay. time, okay? <laughs> I, I I own the I own the Blu-ray or DVD. I don't probably the DVD because it came out in 2010. It, I Stephanie, own the DVD it's 2021. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I own the DVD for that. Um fun fact, Alex like refuses to finish that movie. He's only seen like 40 minutes and was like, "I don't care about this." And he stopped. Oh, that's yeah. That's sad. Um Ariel, Listen. we're we're gonna make sure that you don't feel the same way, but we'll watch it together at some point. Watch
0: it together. Come back. Let's do a peer review for Inception. <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> oh my All gosh. Right?
1: Okay. Oh my. Wow. God. I have an invite, and the pod's not uh, not even done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, you so guys. The... Oh god.
2: No, I was about to say. I'm like, you guys both picked very powerful, like you know Oh god what is your movie with like works of art and like vision and like allegories and, and you know all this stuff. And I'm over here staying tried and true to Tiffany's best picture. In of the game. T- No infinity war it's infinity war okay oh god it's infinity war infinity war is better than endgame matt has disappeared off the screen (laughs) in our video chat he's
1: picking his jaw up up, (laughs) off the floor because he's got to listen to you talk about this again no
2: be quiet this is my time to speak Infinity War brought it all together. All the everything that Marvel, the Marvel Universe, has been creating and crafting so meticulously, it brings together all these powerhouse actors: Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., freaking Chris Pratt. Like the Guardians are in it. Like it brings together everything together in this one masterpiece. And Ends in such a jaw dropping way. I didn't know what to do with myself, having to wait a whole year in between Infinity War mm. and Endgame. I, you, you, know what I actually knew what to do with myself. I went back. You rewatched. Yeah, that. I rewatched it. Okay. Yeah. I, I rewatched it in the theater like three times. Which Matt, I agree. I don't go to the theater more than once. A typical of oh, lies. Typical. Hey. Typical run for me is one once in the theater and be done with it. But Avengers changed changed
0: me. Changed everything. It
2: changed everything. And Infinity War was is my movie of the decade and I recommend it to everybody. And the other like 20ish movies that came out before it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Buckle and the, up in the lead up, all the prequels to this yeah. to your favorite. Yeah.
2: I I I just loved it so much. It's so good. I mean, I've talked about it so many times. I love Infinity War. I love it.
0: Wow, this these this is a good list. If you take the three of our list and put them together, I'm very happy, very impressed. I'm also happy that we had no duplicates, and none of our most overrated were none of our best pictures. I was (laughs) actually worried about that. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been awkward um
2: if ariel came here with frozen as her best picture i'd be like i don't even know you 20 years you of know friendship me better than that. Yeah, i know <laughs> i would have been like what
0: <laughs> oh that would have been hilarious wow what what a great talk that is amazing um ariel thank you so much for coming on the pod uh episode 28 and uh just coming on 100 percent Let's do the peer review for Inception. Oh, my but also, God. I'm here.
1: I'm here for it. Thanks for having
0: me. If you ever want to stop by again, um, we would love to have you. Uh, but that wraps up episode 28 of the RxP Podcast. Of course, you can write in your own thoughts, your most overrated, and whether or not you agree or disagree with us, by writing in at our email, rxp.podcast@gmail.com at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at rxp underscore podcast. See you next time.
1: That was our top six.
2: And we're out.
1: My is sucked. <laughs> Do I stop recording? <laughs>